Is this going to be annoying if I'm eating Starburst? Yeah, you probably shouldn't be eating. Can you tell I'm eating it? Yeah. Well, I thought it wasn't, it didn't really count because it's like a candy, but it's actually quite a lot of stuff going well, I, on. I, I, I could hear <laughs> the rap. I could hear the rappers Ooh. too. But, okay, so what are we going to talk about today? Okay, well, I hope you brought your listening cap. Did you? My listening cap? <laughs> yeah. Did you bring it? Obvi. Okay, good. Because I feel, I feel like I'm going to go on a bit of a monologue and I don't want to be interrupted. And man, I wish people gave me warnings like that. Because I feel like with ADHD, I always like want to interrupt people. I do interrupt people so much. But it's just because I'm like excited, you know? Yeah. And you don't want to lose if your someone, train of thought. Yeah. But if somebody was to say like, hey, I'm going to go on for a bit here, I would be like, then I'd just like sit back in my easy chair and be like, cool. You know, I'd be like, give me it. I wouldn't be so like on the edge of my seat. I'd be like lounging. Okay, Anyways. well that's what I'm gonna do. So, I'm I'm gonna put myself on mute. So give me a warning. What do you mean? Give me a warning if if you're gonna like talk for a long time. That's all. Oh, okay. I shouldn't okay. eat the Starburst today. Oh I'm no! Gonna <laughs> I'll just nibble tiny, tiny like little pieces. Why don't you just? Can you hear that? Obviously, I can hear that. It's okay. so loud. Okay. <laughs> I don't need it. It's the red one, even. It's not like good. Yeah. Everyone just likes the pink ones, right? Yeah. Okay, so I picked today's word or topic, whatever, as magical because I was thinking a lot about it when that day. And I was thinking a lot about it. I'll just tell you, like, my train of thought, um, you know, when you, like, hear the word magical. You sound so weird on mute. Are you still there? Yeah, of course I'm here. Okay. Okay. okay I can, can stay go. off mute if you want. I just have to yeah. make sure I don't move. You can move. That's fine. Hell, you can have a Starburst. We can <laughs> both eat Starburst. Whoa, you don't have any Starburst. Okay. okay so, wait, wait, so wait, bef- wait. Before you go into this about magical, I just want to tell you I never eat Starburst. Like, out of all the candies, those are not what I would prefer. But it's nice to have some in the house, you know? You know what I'm really into? Junior mints? No. Like, mini eggs. Oh, everyone's into mini eggs. (laughs) Yeah. Sign me up. Or Twizzlers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Thanks for that. But I just like to nibble at them in the evening sometimes. Bad habit of mine. Um, I have them in this little secret box. I brought it out the other night and Avery saw it. She's like, what is that? This little like candy kit with different candies in it. That's a good idea. Yeah, but she didn't know I had it. And now she knows. So I was like, shit. Now I'm going to start counting them. She doesn't know where you keep it, does she? No, that's true. It has a sticker on it that says, this is mine. Like my only sacred thing I have to myself in this house, it's this box. But anyways, see what happens. We're like, what are we even talking about? Um, oh yeah, magical. Okay, so yeah, I was just my brain went. No, first I'll say why I thought of the word magical. It was just um, in a text correspondence with my new friend. Um, I think he said something. I was. I said. Think I said I was doing something. I can't even remember what. And then he said, that sounds magical, I think. And then 
I was like, we kept using the word magical for a few times, like weird, but it just came up. And then, so obviously I was thinking about the word magical from that. But then when I thought about it, I, my brain went to two different places. Um, first when I thought of it, like you think of Walt Disney or I do magical. And then I thought of the time when Avery was really little and I wrote, I probably told you the story, but I wrote Disney a letter about their packaging. Oh. Um, yeah. Cause someone got her a doll. Like I didn't even get her this stuff and to get into the doll in the pack. It was like, it was insanely hard. It was so, there were so many layers of plastic and even like her different body parts were like reinforced with extra plastic. And then these little twist ties that like tied every like finger of yeah. that she had. <gasps> And then those are taped and re-plastic on top of that. Like, I was just, I couldn't believe it. And so I was like, I'm going to write Disney a letter email. Um, So I did. And I was like, thought it was like super professional. I was like really nicely just being like, what the fuck is with all the plastic, dude? Like, seriously, um, talked about how I was like, love their products. Even though I've never bought anything. Um, Wait, wait, was that when that guy gave you like, a hundred Disney products? Yeah, it was his. Yeah, it was his present because he loves Disney. I don't know. Okay, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so where, where did you email this letter? To Disney. I wrote to Walt Disney. And they wrote me back. Um, I, I probably still have the email somewhere. It's actually really funny because they basically, what they're saying was, fuck you, we don't give a shit. But they said it in like Disney language. Like they were like, all like nice but they were saying like we don't give a fuck what you think <laughs> like basically and then at the end they said um have a magical day and <laughs> they told me to have a magical day <laughs> so basically it felt like i just got told to go fuck myself but have and then have a magical day like i was just like whoa savage like it kind of stuck with me it was like the funniest letter of response they probably that, say that to everyone that's so passive aggressive yeah, like, but they that's, well, they did. That's like when you say when you're fighting with someone and you're like, "Have a nice life." <laughs> yeah, it was like that. It totally felt like that. I mean, I'm sure they tell everyone to have magical days, but it was just kind of weird after a letter. But in their defense, they said they also they mentioned they have to reinforce it like so much because it gets shipped from so far away, like China. Um, but. They said, like, they gave a reason why, but they said they don't really care what I think. Like, there was no. (laughs) The reason why is actually even worse. Like, the fact that. I know. I know. Being made in China. I mean, that's no surprise. But, yeah, I know. Like, they didn't even try to, like, make themselves sound good or anything. (laughs) They gave me a reason, though. So, I kind of, like, I didn't actually really even think of that. Um, It was, like, for the doll's protection from her travels or whatever so i never i didn't think of that i just thought like why and it's so, they're so frustrating to get into like even scissors will barely help you because you'll just like cut yourself on the plastic like to get into those things it's it's insane yeah. toy it's insane. packaging toy packaging oh. is a real issue for sure oh god and it's like i didn't really realize plastic was that delicate like really a plastic doll what's going to happen to it like even if you are tossing it around in a box, like, jeez. Anyways, so that's where my brain went on magical Walt Disney. Did you think of Disney too? Well, I was obsessed with the magical world of Disney on Sunday nights. I, I know, me too. 
I only had two channels growing up and that I looked forward to that all week. Like I've, I'm sure I've seen that Ichabod Crane cartoon like mm. 500 times. Oh yeah. We had this conversation, remember? And then we ended up watching Ferdinand. Oh my God. That's so good. <laughs> no, because so that's, good. that all comes down to the whole yeah. reluctant dragon. Yeah. So good too. But yeah. So I thought of Disney and then and then I was thinking about like kind of more our text and I was like because I was like yeah that does sound magical whatever I was doing I can't even remember it was not even magical um but then I was like yeah that is magic I'm like and then I was like but my cup of tea in the morning is so magical and like doing all these things is magical and then I was like wow um because like would you ever say this about me like that I get excited easy Oh, yeah, for sure. Once you yeah. are down with an idea, you're, like, off to the races. <laughs> yeah, because it's just, like, that's feedback I've gotten. I don't notice it, but, like, a lot of people have told me that. Um, Corey used to tell me all the time. Like, tons of people would always say, tell me that. And I'm like, oh, okay. But then when I was thinking last week, I was like, of how magical all these stupid little things people do every day are and how magical they feel. And then I was thinking why I'm like that. And... Then, because I am, I'm, like, so excited over, like, normal little things. I just love, I love watching TV. I love having a bath. <laughs> like, I love walking my dog. I just, like, I get so excited. And, dude, it's because of my eating disorder. Because I, I feel like I never got any of that. Like, all you want when you have an eating disorder is to have a normal life. That's all you want. That's your dream is to just be normal and do, like, normal things. Like, you just fantasize about it. Literally, like... I could never just lounge on the couch and watch TV my entire life. Never in the evening, like, and just have chips. Like that was never something I did or could do or like all these little things like, or like tea would have stressed me out. What's in the tea? Like, do I put sugar to like every, you know, like all these really basic day-to-day little things like you don't get when you're, when you have an eating disorder. Like I've never had those things. And so I was like, I think that's why I'm so stupidly, like, excited all the time. Does that make any sense? I I just want to dig into this a bit more because I find this really interesting. Um, It's almost as though you, the word magical to you is just another word for, like, freedom. Because that's what freedom feels like, is where you're just, like, happy because you're yeah. being, you're being like you're in the moment and you are just experiencing and just being you and all of that other stuff kind of mm. drops away. Yeah. But it's like, like when did I, I've only been recovered. I've been recovered, fully recovered like three years now. So I'm like a three-year-old. I feel like that's, I'm seeing the, like things through the eyes of a three-year-old because I'm just like, all these things are so like magical to me. Like it's like, it's so magical that I get to like sit and have my tea in the morning. Like I never could do like literally that. Like people don't understand what it's like to have you just sort of like it infiltrates everything you do when you're sleeping, like when you're awake, it's all, it is you, you know, it's like, it's your world. It's your life. You can't do or think about all these other like normal, stupid little things. Right. Like, like, does that make sense? So yeah, it's like, maybe that's why, I'm so like 
easily stoked. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was just a theory I had. Cause I was like, I get that. I've been getting that feedback a lot. Um, and so I was just like digging into, I wonder why. And then I was like, I bet that's it. Like I lived in a prison my entire life since I can remember. And I'm, right. so, I'm like, somebody who's free, you know? Yeah. That, well, uh, the, the thing is all of those moments that you're talking about are actually quite magical. Like our whole, yeah. our whole existence is, and we just forget. Yeah. Or like, we're too fucked up in our own messed up dysfunctional world. Like I, I was. Think that's the whole point of meditation and mindfulness is that you're trying to reconnect with that part of you that is kind of separate from the external world and it, a little like almost untouchable. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have those moments where you're just like, I'm okay everything's okay. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's always been okay. Mm -hmm. And it's just that peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. It matters how you're feeling. And that's, that's the one thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately is you, you what is that? Um, I don't know if it's Shakespeare or or it's it's that f quote that says uh, fuck hang on a second i'm gonna have to look this up you have time for a starburst <laughs> it's a piece of un <laughs> oh here here here's mm. the quote so it's john milton and he said the mind <laughs> is its own place and in itself can make a heaven of hell and a hell of heaven totally and that's the thing. It's like you can, if your mind is not right, you, yeah. your life is going to be chaos. Yep. And, and so you could live people, in a dumpster and be totally yeah. soaked. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever read Man's Search for Meaning? Yeah, I love that book. But the part that gets me, and I was actually weirdly thinking about this the other night too, because again, I always think about my dad dying before bed. It's just like a hobby of mine, but I was thinking about, like how I was thinking positive, like I was trying to be like, oh, he's lived, he's done all these cool things. He's lived such a, such a rad life and he was so nice to so many people and all these great things. But then my brain went, well, what if he wasn't like, what if he literally did nothing, achieved nothing, was a total just alcoholic his whole life and then he died. And I was like, would it like what we're saying is like, if what you do doesn't matter, then, you know, What's the, why can he just be like, have done nothing his whole life or whatever. And then I was struggling with that. I was like, oh, I guess it kind of matters what you do. Oh, of course it matters what you do, because what you do is an expression of your soul or who you are as a person. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, instead of like the drunk alcoholic route, say he like just went and lived a hermit in a cave, but he was happy his whole life. Like he felt happy inside. Like, versus my dad, who, like, I know it feels happy inside, and he's done all these great things. I was just like, well, what, you know, if it all, if all it matters is if you're happy inside, then, like, nobody would do anything, you know? I don't, I don't think that's true, though, because even people who have, like, besides monks who, like, isolate themselves and just work on um, nirvana and 
ascending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, even spiritual healers and teachers go out into the world and want to experience all there is to offer on this planet, all the different things that you can do with your time here. Like, mm-hmm. it, it seems silly to me to miss out on, like, if you're going to be this human person, like a human being in this world, you might as well taste everything, hear every, like all kinds of music and yeah, travel and, I, and, and love all different people. Like, well, and I guess we have these like instinctual drives that we sort of have to follow or do, or we're compelled to that monks like fight against, but I'm sure we're all compelled to, you know, stuff. Well, I think what it comes down to is that we're social beings and we yeah. want to connect. So mm-hmm. right off the bat, we don't we want to have own. babies. We want to acquire money. But I think money is secondary. I think it's just a means to an end. It's like for me personally, money represents freedom. Mm-hmm. I get to make better choices if I have more resources, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, if you're poor, it your life is automatically mm-hmm. more Limited. difficult and full of anxiety because you're mm-hmm. constantly wondering, how am I going to put food on the table? Totally, dude. I always tell people when they're complaining about their jobs, I always say, I'm like, man, the stress of the worst job in the world is nothing. I know it's nothing compared to being fucking broke and especially in having kids and being broke, like nothing is more stressful. Like no job in the world is that stressful. Trust me. Like that is the ultimate stress. It's the worst. It consumes like every second of your day and thoughts. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like you can't sleep. Yeah. You're you're worrying all the time, which can Mm -hmm. make you sick. And like there's, there's a certain baseline. Like if you can reach a comfort zone where, you're not struggling uh, to make, to pay your bills, to make rent, to pay your mortgage, like, then you can sort of relax and focus on other things. Mm-hmm. But up until that point, it's just pure survival. Yeah, it's worst. So I have no idea how, how we're talking about this right now. Why? No, like, how did we get? This is totally normal because you were talking about your eating disorder and the freedom of not having to think about that anymore. Oh, and and then we went to poverty? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't that. We're not too far off the path. Yeah, but okay. So was that, is that the end of your rant? I can't remember. I don't know. I I feel like I was going to say something and I feel like you kind of put your foot in or I asked you something. Oh, I asked you something about Walt Disney and then I don't know. You took that ball and you just like ran for it. You just ran and ran and now I don't know where we are lost. But I think, yeah. Why don't we talk about to Disneyland or Disney world? Um, I went to the land but pretty late, like grade seven. What what but, was it like? But it was amazing because it was pouring rain. So we didn't really have many lineups. 
That's what I remember. But you and I think I got my period really... on that trip. No. Yeah, I did. Your, I remember. And I just one? shoved like toilet paper in there. Yeah. I think so. It was your first one? Yeah. I think so. Oh my God. That's <laughs> yeah. sort of I just That's remember. Sort of magical that you got oh your my first God, period. I never thought of it like that. That is another magical thing. It's also really interesting to me that you went to Disneyland on the precipice of womanhood. Like, yeah. why? that's why I'm the opposite. A child. That's why I'm so thing. immature. <laughs> it like triggered, it like swapped me. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh no. Yeah. My a really parents, mature child. My parents were always like, we're going to go to Disneyland next summer. We're going to go to Disneyland. <gasps> and they never took you. It never happened. <gasps> oh, that's harsh. But you know what? I was honestly, I was honestly never really that interested in going. Yeah, it's, it's not, same. it's not even anything. And I really like rides, but mm -hmm. I, I think I feel the same way about Vegas. I'm just like, you, Vegas. It yeah, seems no. like it's too much and too cheesy. And I'm going to mm -hmm. be overstimulated and yeah. there'll, there'll be crowds of people and I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, you couldn't pay me to go to Vegas. But what um, were you thinking when you hear the word magical? Well, when when you said that that's what you wanted to talk about, of course, I started thinking about things like tarot cards and oh, right. the supernatural. <laughs> right. Which oh, oh my god, I never even thought of that. And then I, I okay, I'm gonna get into something here. So then I just kind of was thinking about those traditions, all of those, what we would call pagan rituals. Oh, like, oh, okay. witchcraft, witchcraft, the occult, right? Um, and then astrology. Yeah, and then I was thinking about religion. Wow. And I thought, what's the difference? Oh, like religion and magic. Well, I would like do you mean magic like like things beliefs or like magic tricks? I'm not talking about magic tricks and magicians. Oh. Okay. I'm talking I don't know. about I'm talking about the unexplainable, um, how people will cast spells and mm. what, why that is looked at as something negative. Right. Whereas religion tells all these stories about miracles. Right. It's like, just organized. Yeah. And it's like the same, but organized into like a like, narrative. No, but it's also like they won and they're like, no, we're the ones who are right and you're wrong. Who? Christians? Like Christians are telling these pagans who they actually took a lot of the rituals right. and tr traditions and holidays from. Yeah. Yeah. They basically rebranded paganism and made it into Christian Christianity and just ran with it and controlled <laughs> the world. <laughs> 
I mean, I guess it depends because I think all those like pagan things you're thinking of, they're like medieval, right? And like oh, Christianity. I think, been a- I think they've been around as long as time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know what the difference is. I don't really see difference other than, yeah, Christianity is more organized and has like a running narrative to connect all the crazy, really. But yeah, I don't really know. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? I just thought it was interesting that religion is thought of as something that's realistic. And like, and, okay, uh, well, I don't know. Well, by people thought of as, who believe in it. Uh, right. I mean, I've often thought there's no difference between any cult and Christianity or any other religion. Like, it's all this, they're all the same. But I think that's like, boy. But I've never thought of like all the pagan rituals and things like that. Like, I don't know, but like, to me, they're all just crazy, <laughs> but I don't know which is worse or better. Like the pagan well, stuff is so broad. That's like so much I, stuff out there. I don't, I don't think I know. Like if you are a Christian and you have certain beliefs, this might rub you the wrong way, but like, I, I don't really see a difference. <laughs> it seems oh, to me well, that yeah. religion and magic and the occult and you know mm-hmm, satanism mm-hmm. and any sort of no it's like, it is all the same christianity just pulled the lucky card you know they really did they lucked out huge um, i think they were just really good at marketing no it was a damn emperor who is it constantine and they sure What's had his, a big what was they had a big budget no it's once he picked it up that roman emperor then it just he like enforced it and it's all really his fault that's from what i remember from history but i can't remember if his name was his name was constantine or something but yeah because i mean there were so many available to choose from that one just hit the lucky i don't know and then boom like look at what happened it's like it's insane it's like it's like an epidemic parasitic nuts yeah yeah you're right it was constantine the great constantine yeah he's the first roman emperor to adopt christianity right yeah he yeah it's his fault all this (laughs) i wonder what he was like (sighs) like talk about actions that uh produce a ripple effect what he was like i don't know yeah they because I'm I'm just um, reading up on it a little, and historians don't really know why he chose Christianity as opposed to other things he could have chosen. I know. See, like, come on, this is luck. <laughs> but I think I think that part of the reason he might have chosen it is because he, his government was really conservative, mm. and there were. A lot of conservative ideas in in Christianity, as yeah, like to what else was an option at the time. Yeah, like it it was already kind of spreading, I think. But he just once he was just like anything, like maybe it would have spread anyways. It just would have taken longer. But once he picked it up, yeah, it was just like boom, okay. So who knows? Though it's crazy to think. 
of like someone's actions having that much influence over the course of history. Yeah. Apparently before he started to like back Christianity, Christians were being persecuted constantly, Mm -hmm. like just, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Every uh, Roman emperor before him, I think persecuted Christians. But yeah, it would have been a different world. (laughs) if he had chosen differently hey oh my god yeah but what i mean is that christianity was just a pagan they were all those pagan ones and christianity is technically just one of those that became really popular (laughs) and organized and you know it's really well i guess i guess that's why it bothers me because everyone upholds christianity as this makes sense and this is real and then they yeah. other things, and they're like, right. "Oh, these people are sinners. They're practicing yeah, like this terrible." Like the Quran stuff. and the Bible are like identical. Like it's like exact same. <laughs> like there's very little difference between like Christianity and Islam. But yeah, I don't know how we got here again, but that was interesting. <laughs> Okay, so I'm guessing that you don't believe in any of those things. What things? Like terror The religious? No, no, of course not. It's like asking me if I like believe in Santa Claus. Have Wait, you ever you... seen a ghost? No, not that I know of. What no. about a UFO? No. Do you believe... I wish that there are things that that exist that we don't know about yeah we know we barely know anything we're stupid as fuck there's so many things that exist that we don't know oh there's so many things we can't even perceive i know dude like there's so much stuff we can't see probably just think about how science has told us that we're made up of all these atoms and that we are just bits of energy that are vibrating and in this configuration, just like your desk or your table is a bunch of vibrating particles. Yeah. You know what I would really love to know is where we are on like, like as human being people, like where we are on the like size scale, you know, like, of everything like because if you think about it like size and space are like endless like everything gets bigger and bigger and like you know what i mean like the universe is huge the universe is expanding and then our galaxy is so small and then earth is so small and then there's us but it also keeps going and going and going and going like like you know what i mean like the stuff we can't see in our body and then those and then those particles and those part- and it just keeps going like everything gets smaller and smaller and we don't even know where that ends on that side you know it's like i'm wondering where humans would be <laughs> Does that make any it's, sense? it's kind it's kind of like you know when you take a picture of someone standing beside a tv and then the tv yeah has, it's like that but both big what, and small from us what's that called where it just like keeps the image I don't know. just keeps go- there's a name for it. Really? That was in a movie. Where they did that. What movie was that? Oh. Can't remember. Are you looking up? Of course I am. 
It has a scientific term? Yeah, there... Oh, oh, yeah, it's called... Hang on, I need to hit the pronunciation of this. Is it something that starts with deathless? It's the Drost... I don't I don't know if I'm saying it right, but the Drost effect. The Drost effect? Or a Mies and Abim. It's the effect of a picture appearing within itself over, over and, and over. over and over again. Yeah. And it was named after this brand of hot chocolate in like a Dutch brand that had an image like that on the canvas. Oh, maybe they had commercials like that. And that's what I'm thinking of. Because I remember seeing something like that on the TV as a kid. I don't know what. Oh, if it was yeah. a movie. It's a, it's a very common effect that has been used in film and, and I bet it was TV. a commercial, a hot chocolate commercial. Well, Let me this, look it up. This brand of cocoa was like 1904. Like, I don't think it's been around. What brand is it? But it's called Drost. D-R-O-S-T-E. Mm. It's kind of like Escher. Are you mm-hmm. familiar with his work? Escher? Yeah. Escher, yeah. Oh, Escher? Like the farm <laughs> singer? Oh. <laughs> E-S-C-H-E-R. He does those, like, crazy prints. Okay. Maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah but it, it's it, it's like that, like, looking size-wise. Looking at that makes you feel like you don't really know where you are, and, and there's no yeah, perspective, and, because it's just so overwhelming that it's infinity. Yeah, like, we could be little something in someone's big thing or something i don't know who knows oh my right? god too much oh rick and morty that's, that's, uh, no that's a really freaky idea it's kind of like the truman show you know yeah what like if we could he... be bacteria dude like we could be someone's bacteria you know and if this <laughs> is all just that they don't even know is on their body like the whole yeah. fucking universe could be <laughs> that's how small we could be in the scale of things like the universe well, we could know be something's bacteria we, we could be know. that small we know, you know? that we <laughs> are bonkers. we have so much self-importance and i know because what does your mind do right away mine goes we're perfectly in the middle that's what i was thinking so we're like <laughs> so egotistical i was like i bet humans are right in the middle it's like so egocentric god there has to be something better out there because we are quite bacteria yeah we're horrible (laughs) like i really hope that there's a civilization out there that looks at us like we're little particles yeah i Um, hope we're a science experiment somewhere in some kids terrarium that would make it a lot easier (laughs) to go through the day-to-day of this existence yeah right if you're like oh i'm just a part of this painting that the aliens are making yeah or we have no free will i don't believe in free will anyway so it kind of makes sense that's what's happening oh did you listen to that podcast where Mm. they were talking about free will oh yes sounds yeah yeah 
I think so. Yeah, I yeah, listen to really, everything. I find that really fascinating because I'm like, really, your your choices are quite limited. Yeah, for sure. He has like a whole series of it on his waking up thing where he like breaks it down and he completely like convinces you that we have no free will like by the end of it you're like oh hell no we there's no way we have any free will it's so bonkers it's awesome but there's really no way to argue him i don't think like there's nothing that would yeah argue that we had it there are minor details that we can switch up right like Not really. Look, look, Which means we're somebody's game or someone's puppets or something. Seriously, we're like a video game right now. Yeah. You have no control. <laughs> but at the same, like, even knowing that is feels so freeing because you're like, no, it's just a game. You take no responsibility for any of your actions. I can just have fun. You can be like Gen Z. <laughs> Why don't we just have more fun and enjoy it and stop taking it so seriously? Yeah, right? And stop being assholes to each other. Nothing is that important that you should hurt someone or kill somebody. or Yeah, but the assholes can't help but be assholes. Because they're all, or everyone's preordained, so. So they are just put here to cause shit? Well, the assholes are just, yeah. They're here to be assholes. They're the the equivalent of the like the people that they put on a reality show because they know they will just cause problems. Yeah, I wonder what roles we're here to fill. I'm not sure. I'm not an asshole. I wasn't meant to be an asshole. I don't think. I do remember one time. Okay, not to be (laughs) an asshole. I've been an asshole, but. That's obviously not my mission in life. So I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess that's what we got to figure out. How sad would it be if that was your mission? Like, how awful would you feel every day? But most assholes don't know that they're assholes. They think no. They else won't is feel. The they asshole. won't feel awful probably if they're an asshole because that's they're just being themselves. It goes against the definition of what an asshole is. Just like I felt like shit because I was being an asshole when I wasn't meant to be an asshole in the video game. So that's why I always felt like shit all the time because I wasn't meant to be an asshole. You don't think that being an asshole is a choice? No. Really? Not really, no. Hmm. So someone's just bad or not? Well, no, people behave badly or don't behave. Yeah, so I don't think anyone who was put on this planet is categorically an asshole. I think being an asshole is... You might be more... uh, Yeah, it's just um, if you are consistently doing bad things or or whatever, being about, then you get labeled. But then that comes down to like nature versus nurture too. Well, that's what this whole thing is. It's just we have the right amount of both and there's nothing we can do about it. Really, (laughs) We got a bit of this and a little bit of that. Poof. We're each our own special recipe. (laughs) Some people got more good. Some people got more bad. Yeah, we're still figuring it out. 
like who we are in this game. Well, like I, I don't even know. Kind of the job of being here is to really dig in and figure out who we're you the are we're the wanderers, <laughs> we're the philosophers. <laughs> you're just we're just you're, meant to sit here and think about dumb shit all the time. I don't think it's dumb though. The overthinkers. No, I think this. <laughs> I think this is really the nuts and bolts of coming into this world with a certain mm -hmm. level of intelligence or curiosity. Mm -hmm. How could you not talk about these things? Mm -hmm. I worry about the people that don't. Mm -hmm. Because you know on your deathbed that you're going to be like, oh, those two Yeah, but cars, they won't those... because that they weren't born to be like that. So they don't give a fuck. Maybe. Or they... Or they feel really bad. Maybe people always feel bad when they're not in their assigned roles, when they're like going against their grain and then they start to get sick. Maybe. Yeah. Like, if you're, mentally. if you're just pushing away all the things that you were put here to do, yeah. ignoring your inner guidance and just. So our job is to just like follow what feels good. And then that's our path and that's our person. But the problem with saying following what feels good is that sometimes what's good for you? No, not in a hedonistic feel way. Good. <laughs> like no, but you figure that hard. out. Also, when you're young, you learn like what really. You start to learn that later. You know what actually feels if, good. If you actually only follow what's good, that yeah, that's not the solution either. Because then, but you everyone really, tries that at first. But you don't really commit to anything, which is where you grow. Like, if you went through your life not actually knowing anybody, you wouldn't have <laughs> connections that spanned time. And, you know, it takes time to figure out who a person is. And you yeah. learn so much about yourself by being in relationship with somebody. Yeah, it's like they're a mirror. Oof. Like, it, it's funny to me because sometimes I think about how I perceive myself. Mm -hmm. And then I think about how other people experience who I am. And it's likely a totally different person. Mm. You know, like, mm -hmm. think of people you've worked with and their perception of who Janet is. Oh, no, I always get caught off guard when people say things are. So what's about me? real? Like, I'm weird and stuff. I'm always like, wait, pardon? Excuse me? Which version of you is real? Well, nothing is real, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're on my level. That's the thing. That's the main thing. And that is why it's so exciting to have that thought. Because you realize... If nothing is real, then nothing really matters. And I can just do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. You could poop in the sink, dude. <laughs> Have you ever done that? <laughs> no. Have you? No, I, I peed in the sink. Now, you know what it is, Carmen? It's magical. <laughs> it's so magical. I'm going to go poop in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I guess you could say, <laughs> I guess you could say that anything is magical if you decide it is. Yeah, like you could make pooping in the sink be like a cool, enjoyable thing to you if you wanted to. That's how powerful your mind is. Like you could make that exciting and fun. <laughs> oh, and you could be like, um, excuse me, you don't poop in the sink. What is yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> you could even, if you were then, super Jedi, you could make the cleaning up process be fun. Right? Well, like everyone loves, <laughs> everyone loves the smell cleaning of their up own poop in the their sink. own poop. When it's someone else's, you're like be a lot disgusting. easier feels runny. <laughs> you know, I'd rather have diarrhea in the sink <laughs> than a healthy turd. No, because if it's a healthy turd, it's just like you just pick it up. Nice. Yeah, you just toss Aww. it. Yeah, ah, yeah. I'd go for the healthy turd. You just grab some paper towels. Yeah. Like, you don't think that my cat had? There have been a few stray poos on the floor <laughs> sometimes. On the floor. But if she had diarrhea, that would be disgusting. But, the but has she poop- ever gone in the sink, dude? <laughs> <laughs> has she? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Not that great. I'm starting anyway, to think. Let's not talk about this anymore. Okay. Well. Well, it's okay. It's interesting to me that I. I came on this call and I thought, oh, we're going to talk about all the, like, the dark arts. Oh, yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of anything like that. But that's why two different brains are so, yeah, right? It's so interesting what sort of assumptions you'll make if you hear a particular word yeah. You have all sorts of associations with that that you probably never really synthesize. Yeah. you Unless you are t- in conversation with someone else and they express a different view. And you're like, whoa. Wait yeah. People are different than I? Oh, that's crazy. Goodness. How? How? Or then they're like, that person's so weird. Like, that's what I'm thinking about you right now. I'm just like. What the fuck is wrong with her? <laughs> like she thought of like the occult and shit. It's so it's, bonkers. It's, That's it, like what I'm thinking. I, I also think, think it's funny. Well, Disney's that- more like obviously <laughs> <laughs> obvious. Um, but I'm not thinking that you're weird. I'm actually like, oh, that's great. Yeah, that is magic too. Oh well, I, I was just kidding. I just added that to my. Yeah, no. I wasn't thinking that about you either. <laughs> Stop thinking I'm weird. I already know I am, and that is part of my charm. I was thinking, you know, I was thinking, I was like, wow, my friends are so smart. They think of the coolest things. That's what I was thinking, actually, when you told me. Yeah, that makes sense because you think everything <laughs> is magical. Yeah, like my friends. My friend. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, why did I say that plurally? <laughs> just, just a Freudian slip. Yeah, I was like, wait a second, that should not, that doesn't feel right, friends. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of Freud, so I know yeah. you're doing, 
these additional courses so that you can uh -huh. do your master's. Uh -huh. Do you have to take any courses that cover his work? Is it still really well, focused on Freud and all oh, his ideas? <laughs> Hell no. You can't. Well, like, not practically, no. In, like, history or, or like, like, I learned about him in, like, history of theories, but I don't think anyone today really uses psychoanalytic techniques. Maybe they do, but I don't think it's that common or prevalent. Yeah, um, so what 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 thinkers have you been studying? Oh other than God, him? Feel, why are you making this like school for me? <laughs> I, I'm just oh my God, let me get my notes. I can't remember. I'm them just all. fascinated by psychology, and I, I, I yeah, I know. I actually love. I love this course. That yeah, the it's like a history. <laughs> Of to the different theories, but um, I mean, psychoanalytic theory was so vast and so fucked in so many ways, but I mean, lots of things carried on from that, especially to do with like the importance of childhood like trauma and stuff like that. Like a lot of things have carried on from him, but yeah, I, don't, I resonated the most with um, CBT and REBT, um, mostly probably because of the stoicism stuff it's basically stoicism um and then i love logotherapy which is victor frankel who wrote um man's search yeah. for meaning yeah i love his stuff like that's like existential mm -hmm. therapy where you like they basically tell you to find a meaning in life and you know yeah thing. i went to uh i guess that was like maybe Last January, I went to a philosophical therapist. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was really interesting. I, a friend of mine had recommended her. He'd gone to her and he was like, Carmen, I had like an existential crisis and I just felt like nothing had meaning anymore. And I started working with this therapist and she would like give him homework like cool. give him philosophical texts to study to look at his problems from that vantage point. Mm -hmm. And I, so I went to her a couple times, but then I just don't think I, I don't think we had the same sort of vibe that he'd had with her. Mm. So, and because you know what she gave me for my homework assignment. Oh my God. I feel like I'm going to remember this when you tell me. Nope. She gave me portrait of a young man as an artist. Oh, haven't you read I, that already? No, I'd never read oh. it. And I still Why? didn't read it. Because I don't really think that that book talks no. about what it's like to be an artist anyway. No, it doesn't. That's really weird. I wonder yeah, why so I was they like, wanted okay, you. I was hoping that I'd be getting like Kierkegaard or something. Like, Well, did they, did they tell you why you want? Where should we read that? No. Or? Oh. Shoshana, hold on. Get out of here. Have Stop you it. read it? Yeah, but I can't remember anything from it, which means it didn't leave an impression on me. I'll, I remember, I think there's a lot to do with the church in it. Like, um, the Catholic church. Like, I remember a lot of the, I couldn't understand a lot of the language from it, but I can't remember if that's even the book I'm thinking no, of. It, I'm just looking at the like the little synopsis and it's saying 
it's about yeah, it's about the religious and intellectual awakening of Stephen Dedalus, mm. who is a, that's alluding to the Greek myth of Daedalus, right? Mm-hmm. But it's Irish, so that's probably why. It- oh yeah, yeah, that is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was a long time ago, but I don't remember it. Maybe I didn't get it at the time, but I don't. It never left much of an impression on me. But I remember a lot of it was heavy religiously based, and I didn't care to try and understand it at the time. But yeah, interesting. That's yeah. Crazy. I was yeah. really disappointed because I wanted to dig into all the big names in philosophy and like that I haven't up until right. now. Right. But so stoicism, like I wish that she had prescribed that because yeah. that really would have helped me to just get a sense of, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to worry so much. Yeah. But even like taking the step to recognize when you do worry is important and like, that's huge. Once you can like recognize, cause usually you just like feel something, but you don't even know that it's worry that you're feeling. Right. Yeah. You don't even notice it or you're so used to feeling that way. You don't, you just think it's normal. Like <clears throat> I used to think that with anxiety, like, Oh, I'm just shy. I'm just this or this. It's like, no, you can like take mental steps to overcome these things. Yeah. I think it's just a matter of noticing your thoughts and noticing. Yeah the ones that are really repetitive because you're, mm-hmm. you sit, you think thousands of thoughts a day and a lot of them are the same shit. Thousands of millions. Over again. You mean Th- thousands of millions. Is that a number <laughs> even? Is that an actual <laughs> number? Oh my God. I was just correcting you. You said thousands. I was like, Oh, you mean thousands of millions. <laughs> <laughs> like Austin Powers are like one thousand. It's like ah, uh, that's not even one, a lot, Carmen. It's one. <laughs> I didn't say one thousand. I said thousands. Oh, okay. Plural. Okay. So, so it could be like it could be a billion, a million thousands, thousands. a million thousands. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. What number is that? That's crazy. Okay, let's not go down that rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, math. Numbers. Okay. My dog's having a little zoomy spaz. So if you hear any barks, it's not me. It's not me. (sighs) It's just, it's just your dog covering up your fart. She's, oh, yeah. I have like a little thing I can just, a button, the sound machine that just barks. Anytime I need to fart, is like honk it. I'm like, might be coming. You never know. <laughs> That's genius invention. Oh my god, the bark farter. <laughs> it farts, barks. The fart barker. The fart, fart barker. barker. <laughs> Makes your farts sound like barks. <laughs> Whoa, I hope you're writing this down. Genius. <laughs> you know we're recording, right? <laughs> I wish I had a friend 
I wish I had a friend who was in the like invention, like in pension business or like had lots of money to like make things. Cause I have so many good ideas, but it's like, what can I do with any of them? Nothing. But if you had a friend who worked somewhere cool, <laughs> if I you had a that, friend, I just, think that's, just leave it at that. I think that. That's where you're making your mistake because you don't need a friend. You could just yeah, I up, should be that person. Set up a meeting. Right? No, oh. you just set up a meeting with a company that makes things and you pitch them your oh, idea. Oh, it's not. You need to know someone. It's like finding an apartment or getting a job. You got to have a foot in the door. Oh my god, she's well, digging up the couch. Obviously, that helps. It eases the process. But anyways, I'm just saying people who did that it's much easier perhaps to just have a friend to do it okay for you. so how can you so i wish i had that how could you meet someone like oh that? i will never ever meet someone like that are you kidding me how would <laughs> exactly like uh not really in my circle <laughs> <laughs> like what i'm gonna meet someone like one where even were... who doesn't have 10 roommates like where where would a person, <laughs> where would a person like that hang out yeah, I don't know. Not here. They're probably just they're probably <laughs> not on commercial work, at work all the time, right? They have jobs. I don't know. So yeah, like I, I've accepted that's never going to happen. But I was just saying hypothetically, I wish I knew someone with who could you know make these ideas come to life. Yeah. Oh well, I think everyone wishes that. <laughs> yeah right there's a, real, there's a real demand for fart burgers yeah there would be carmen it would be <laughs> totally would be oh and avery and i came up with a good one the other night um oh because we were watching office space and they were smashing the photocopy obviously the fax Copier. machine fax, fax machine. machine yeah like and so i was like oh i really just wish i could do that sometimes and then Avery was like, well, you should start a business where you just like collect <laughs> junk and, and started it like, and you can get people to come smash things. And I was like, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like a delivery service even. You could like bring junk to people, dude. Like you could just pick oh. up garbage and then you bring people like go on the app and they want to smash something. So like you go over there with something and they can request yeah. like, oh, I would <laughs> like a fridge or. <laughs> There's like. Right? A- and then you also remove the mess at when they're right. done. Yeah, and you clean up yeah. after. Like, yeah. okay, like, is, actually, that, is that not an amazing idea? Okay, but there's actually a business. Like, I know that there are a couple in Toronto that are like smash rooms where you pay to go um, into this place okay. and you request what you want. Like, I want plates. Uh, I want mirrors. I want... Whoa, can you pick a toilet? They have like certain things that you can select and they will set up the room to your specifications. Whoa. And then you you get a certain time limit to smash stuff and they record it and you can buy the video. Whoa, okay. Uh, You know why I I bet they do really well. Because well, not during COVID, but uh, because I really wanted to go. <laughs> I yeah, be like, a sick birthday party. That would be right up my alley. I have a lot of anger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, not... just get me a pile of dildos. <laughs> just like a big pile of dicks. <laughs> and I want to smash that. 
glass ones. Yes. <laughs> or whatever rubber. You can throw them and rip them and jump on them. It'd be so fun. It's not a pile of dicks. Yeah. Please. How, f- how much fun would it be to just take out all of your aggression and do something that you could never justify doing in your own home yeah because you you need those things like you don't want to mm-hmm. smash all your lamps like you need them no you don't yeah want- and like there's so much junk anyways like every day when i step out of the alley there's junk every single day like it'd be so easy to collect you just need a truck and then an app i don't know it's a pretty good idea <laughs> pretty good Someone- Someone who's listening, just take that idea and run with it. And give, give us a Canada bit of money for cut. it. Yeah. And call it Smash That. Or Smash It. Or smash Up? The smash, smashed. Smashed. I don't know. Call it whatever you want. I have no ideas. But maybe throw us a couple of bucks. Maybe. <laughs> just toss some change over here. That'd be gracious. But... Yeah, and I saw a video where this guy was just like one of those games really, where he fell onto this giant mat and then he kept falling and then he slid off that and he fell onto another big mat and he's just getting eaten up by these pillows but he's also falling and I was like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> so like, you just keep falling and falling and falling but every time you do, you're just like, ah, oh, like landing on this like mat, this like sponge mattress, like that, I would pay for that. <laughs> I feel like people are dying for that right now. I just want to be tossed around by the air while I fall, but be like pillowed at the same time. Like amazing. Yeah. Not like, knowing when it'll end. Just like <laughs> ragdoll yourself, just boom, boom, all over the like, yes, we all need that. That's another oh idea. God. You would be so sore the next day. <laughs> It'd be worth it. <laughs> it's totally worth it. Ragdoll Emporium. <laughs> Come ragdoll yourself. Right. I'm I'm in. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. All right. Should we go? Yeah, I think we have good stuff. Or maybe we don't. I'm not. I just put another star person in the mouth. <laughs> um, I have no idea. This is something that I wanted to talk to you about. Is have you noticed? in the last couple of years that it's harder to remember names. Yeah. Or have you always been someone who remembers people's names? Um, no, but I find it's not just names. <laughs> I find my memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like in general, sure, the names, but yeah, everything. Yeah, for sure. Like, when but I don't like, know how much I don't know where is. my keys are. Maybe you're just stoned. If it's just ADHD or, or like, are we, yeah, or I don't never know. But definitely those things are all getting so much worse. Because you also hear that people, that's just natural aging thing. So who knows? But yes, feeling it so hard. Like, you know, sometimes I'll even text you and you'll, by the time you respond, I don't know what I was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) Remember? (laughs) Happens all the time. My God. Why? What were you going to say? I don't know. I lost <laughs> my train of thought. You forgot? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Okay. See? So, see? Yeah. I don't know if there's anything you can do for that. Like Just mental aerobics. 
fish oil and blueberries. You can, like, think of different things really, really quick all the time when you're chilling. <laughs> just be like, cow, horse, dog, cat. And just, like, work out your body. <laughs> and then you're, you're like, strengthening it, strengthening it. And, like, give yourself words to remember. Maybe you'll get, like, more youthful. I don't know. Well, but like, is it I, worth I, even trying? That sounds horrible. I, it's, think of exercise, for example. Yeah, like, also horrible. For your physical body. Um, if you yeah, like, maybe you gotta do mental punches. Yeah. Why don't we? Oh, seriously? Are you being serious? Yeah, you want well, us to? Or are you just saying, like, why don't we? everyone in the world yeah yeah not just us. oh but, i was like oh um, you're gonna why don't you do math i guess that's what like reading is like reading uses that part of your brain and learning new things but me- yeah like if you want to improve your memory you just give yourself things to memorize yeah like i try yeah, to and nobody now. memorizes things anymore because everyone no. has it on their phone maybe yeah. that's why yeah maybe that could be it it could be the well, internet like, do you even Not, know what my actual phone number is? No. Yeah. Remember, we I used only, to have to know everyone's phone numbers. I was talking to my sister about this a couple of weeks ago, and I, her phone number is the only one I have memorized, as well as hmm. my childhood phone number. Weird. Which I will never forget. And then even I could remember my grandma's phone number. Wow. But that's it. Yeah. But what a, yeah, it's like tattoos I, in your I brain. I struggle to even remember my postal code. Yeah, I don't know. But when I, you know, I have a, a trick for memorizing my postal code. I like to make each letter, like, be a word that's kind of pervy. So, for example, when I was living in Vancouver, I remember I was talking to my dad because I had just moved. And he was like, can I have your new address? And I was like, blah, 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 Vancouver, You're BC. Like, dick, and then I was like, balls, orgasm, threesome. <laughs> no, I, I said, vagina, five, nipple, one, asshole, one. And my dad, oh. like, there was like silence on the <laughs> other end. And he burst into laughter and he was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, You're so silly, <laughs> Carmen. Oh, like, you. That's, that's how I remember it. So. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like, just, we did that when I was little, like, our postal code was V0H1T0, so we all said Valley of Heaven in the Okanagan. Like, I think that's kind of normal, but not the pervy part, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good way to remember. Yeah. And it but, makes it more fun. Yeah. It's so smart. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm Which definitely kind of getting... brings us back to our original subject which was magic magical well, that brings us full circle yeah it's like we're getting dumber in some ways but we're becoming so wise in others that's what aging is i guess yeah i think aging is a lot about giving up letting go oh well, giving up on the idea that you know anything yeah or you're gonna look good ever <laughs> again <laughs> You just got to be like, you hey, know what? Some of us never looked I good. Up. I just, so. I, <laughs> no, it's a pretty sweet deal. You live like half your life being consumed with it. And then you get freedom for the last half. It's a pretty fair deal, I guess. And then you pretty lose sweet. your mind. Different, different ballpark. 
No, you lose your mind the first half of your life, not the second. Do you think that we, do you think that our bodies kind of deteriorate over time because the idea of life is that you want to get more inside of your head and figure out how you're perceiving everything and not focus on the external that much. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like the goal of life is you're like born, like back to Freud, you're all like id, you're just like instinct and desires and wants and that's what you're born. And then your whole life journey is to get to the opposite. When you die, you want to get to this place of peace and, and like love and understanding and, you know, contentment. Whereas you're born this wailing thing, you know? Yeah. And you got to like, you got to work with that all your life and kind of not beat it out of you, but like get rid of it or at least like learn to manage it and deal with it and push it aside. Or just have a sense that it's not what is most important. Yeah. It's much more important to get to the deep part and yeah the, yeah the and if you're a lucky person you get there before you die and you that makes dying easy and you're like ready and you're good you know like right. that's the lucky ideal life i don't think yeah, i don't know I, how many I, people i would i would agree that maybe because often t- like okay every single day i'm like why are we doing this? What are we here for? What does this mm. all mean? Mm-hmm. Like those questions never leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But it, I do like this idea that, yeah, your job is just to like figure out who you are. Yeah. Your deep, job is to get from down to super ego yeah. as your job. And so most of your life you're an ego but your job as you get older is to get to the super ego and overcome that, you know, and get to a place of peace. And then you're happy to which, die. Which is the whole idea behind like Buddhism is ascending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're moving upward. You're becoming more one with like the world's energy, like the sum of all of us. Yeah. And if you think about it, dude, the aging process kind of forces you like it's a natural progression. Like once you lose your looks, you're kind of forced to either be like, I'm going to stop caring and be happy or those unfortunate (laughs) people that fight against it their whole life. And, you know, like it sort of happens naturally. We're forced to let go and give up things in our life. And we see people die and we've been through so much pain that we're sort of forced to hopefully get to that place. You know, yeah, like it's natural. If you really think about the way life goes, like That's why old people are the dopest. You're a kid, you're a teenager, you're a young adult. Your life is very external. It's yeah. very, oh, totally. very social. You're like totally oh, tons of friends and activities. Yeah. You hate being and, alone with yourself. Yeah, and then it's the worst. You get to a certain point in your thirties or forties where you're like losing your looks. You're becoming Mm -hmm. like a bit more invisible. Yeah. And you you have to made so many mistakes, confront yourself and go, Oh, I've been focusing so much on all these out outward things. Your body starts to hurt and you throw out your back all the time. (laughs) But (laughs) no, I'm saying like, 
everything was like so external. And then you have to go, oh, maybe I need to look at my personality or yeah, my my politics or whatever, mm-hmm. like all mm-hmm. these things that you have to start to contend with mm-hmm. because the old way of doing things no longer works. Like, and you, you like, yeah, but I think we all like, we all like to pretend we don't know we're dying, but I think we all, even the most avid denier of death who doesn't think about it, like subconsciously, we all know it's coming as we, every birthday, like we know subconsciously. So I think that also, like, I don't know, causes you to just like, I don't know, you're aware of it, even if you don't know, you're aware of it. So when you get older, like funny, though, that it takes aging for people to confront death, because you can die at any point. You don't like die because you're old, you can die any day, any age, right? But think so of how we spend our time now compared to in our 20s. Like, in our 20s, like, we hung out with people we didn't really like. We did things we didn't want to do. Like, you're just, like, we're now, like, time is so much more precious to me. Like, I don't want to waste a second of it, A, with someone I don't want to be with or doing something I don't like, you know? Yeah. Like, it just nat- that naturally happens as you get older. And it's probably because deep down we know we're coming to the end, dude. It's so close. <laughs> oh my god. We're like it's so I'm turning we're 40 only halfway. Like, we're only halfway. Yeah, I know. Okay. All oh, right. I better go. Sure. Yeah, you're eating again. I got another the pink one. <laughs> okay, bye. Right. Okay, bye. <laughs>